Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. And this is a very exciting interview because, Saoirse, this woman has a lot of what you don't have. I know. So I do remember telling you I went to Africa a few years ago and uh, we were trying to do the dancing with the lovely African women who have beautiful, large hips. And they asked me, they pulled me aside and said, where are your hips? Do people in Ireland not have any hips? You now, donated that's just the your, way I was born. You donated your <laughs> hips to science. It was like, listen, I don't need these. Just have them. There you go. It's horrific. I'm just straight down. I'm like a boy. You're not really, though. You have you have some hips, do you? Mm, they're barely there. Barely there. Well, speaking with someone that's on the phone is going to explain to us a little bit more about the size of their hips because they have fairly large hips. They have what could be argued to be the largest hips uh, on the planet they're a hundred inch wide hips. Like, do you know what, what size? I don't. I don't know what my hips are. But like, do you know? Do girls know their hip sizes? I could be. I could be lying to myself. Is mine a twenty eight? Maybe. Oh God, that's tiny. Um, right. Joining us on the line now with these a uh, hundred inch wide hips, Mikel Ruffinelli. How are you? I am good. How are both of you today? We're good. Yeah. I mean, we're self isolating, and we're looking for a little bit of entertainment outside of. The horrible world that we're living in at the moment. I, but um, I hear what you. are you up I to? Hear you. I'm self-isolating as well, and I'm, I'm grateful for a, a nice size home where I'm not all cooped up. But self-isolating, trying to be obedient in these times because I want to get back to life and be able to fly and travel and do all the things I was doing and enjoying myself and and you know just get back to the normalcy of life. You know, so I'm doing what I'm supposed to do to keep safe. So when did you discover that you were? Uh, I suppose a rare specimen on the planet and had fairly fairly impressive hips. Uh I'll say the discovery came more about how people's reactions were to me because I was you know, I I'll say this, they start coming, spreading my hips started spreading more when I became pregnant with right. my first child and I have four kids so with every child came more hips so the more the wider they got the more uh they were noticed you know by other people I would go places and people would be staring or astonished that sheep caught in headlights look you know like like what (laughs) you know so (laughs) I was like what what is it that they're seeing that I you know because I see this every day you know what is the problem you know so uh it was more about people's reactions to me that start making me think well I guess I am different 
you know, so that's pretty much what how it how it all started with the recognition of uh, what other people's reactions were. And did you get into modeling then? Did people stop you asking you to to pose for pictures? Oh, oh my God! I have been asked for everything from non-professional to professional uh, long before I ever got into modeling. Um, I used to be asked to do all kinds of things. I could. I'm assuming this is a family show, so I'm gonna keep it real family. But I've been asked to do a whole lot of different types of modeling from I've, I've done some actual run, runway modeling uh in a p- couple plus size fashion shows but i enjoy modeling so uh i love to i'm the selfie queen i love taking pictures and all of that so it was right up my alley but i was asked by all kinds of people long before i became really interested in modeling listen this isn't really a family show so don't worry <laughs> no. about it so it's uh, tell us oh, about the is, other oh, stuff I can cut up. oh yeah 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 you, you can tell us all the other inappropriate things you've been asked to do <laughs> Oh my gosh, everything. Listen, I know you all probably heard the heard the word fetish before. There's a lot yes. of people interested in fetishes and to and usually fetishes come from, uh, will come about with a lot of things that are unique, you know. Yeah. Um but it, with me, of course, the interest would be my hips, the wideness of my behind and you know, I've been asked to do everything from face sitting to face squat to <laughs> squashing. To, um, <laughs> It's it's been wow. and it gets even more wicked. But you know, I, I I can't. I have actually on on film one time, actually for fun with a girlfriend of mine. We were we were, we were we used to model together, and there was a person, an older gentleman, who actually wanted to have the experience. And when I tell you he was skinny, he was like a little a little pack of bones. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was so nervous. Like I can't believe that I'm about to sit on this man. You know, and we were full clothed it was all in good fun and it was captured on camera it's probably very memorable too but at the end of the day i said i can't believe that he wants this and so as i learned more about it you know in the in the uh it's looked at from things that you know i call it a little freaky all the way to people who are doing it for kind of like sport you know just want to see if they can take the weight you know everything from (laughs) face to body to sit on my lap all of that so i mean i I, i've always been careful to always try to maintain a level of professionalism you know whatever situation i'm in you know um there are things a lot of things i've said no to because it's my personal choice but i don't judge anyone on what they're what they like and what they dislike whatever you choose to do to make you smile and keep you happy as long as you're not hurting anybody or yourself, I'm fine with it. But I was worried about breaking that man. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lord, that would have no, made good know. TV. <laughs> right. Oh, that would have that would have had a whole lot of uh, <laughs> listeners, watchers and everything. <laughs> so did he want you to, so, to sit on his lap or sit on his face? He was actually everything from his face to his feet. But oh. it was done professional. You know, he turned his head to the side and everything. So it was, you know, it was more about him wanting to feel the weight. And I think there's just a a lot of, I'm going to, well, not think, I know there's a lot of curiosity, which will lead me to this. There's a lot of people curious in how I've gotten this way. I've been asked everything from how did your hips get that big to how, you know, how are they fake? Are they real? I was asked to do a TV show one time out here in the, um, in, in the United States where on the show, for the first time, because I told them, I get asked all the time, are they real? And there's such an, uh, that question was always 
to me like, what do you mean? Are they would someone actually pay to have hips this big? Like <laughs> I could understand. I heard you talking a little, you know, a few minutes ago about the size of your hips. And I was like, well, hold on. You know, like people, I know people pay for this, but really, they, I don't think anybody would pay for a, a hundred inch hip. You know, but then again, maybe somebody would. But me, on the other hand, as, as confident as I am, I wouldn't have paid for a hundred inch hips. But are they unique? Yes, they are. You know, <laughs> but and they, we did an ultrasound and the world got to see that they were actually real. So that put all of those questions to rest if it. anybody saw the show. I kind of am in, intrigued now. You mentioned a, a moment or two ago that you've said no to a lot of stuff. I'm kind of intrigued now to the stuff that you have decided to say no to. I said no to porn. You know, I've, yeah. of course, there's plenty of people who would, that's the first thing. A lot of times that'd be the first thing on people's minds. You know, if you're in interested in that is porn. No, I'm, I absolutely will not do that. I've been asked to do private sessions of, let me just see your hips. And you know, there's a lot of people who are, in, who are into big women, a lot of men and women who are into big women and want to see. And, you know, some will just want to sit there and look at you like you know, the voyeurism, mm. you know, that's out there. So I've just chosen not to do that, you know, for my own personal reasons. And, you know, so th- things like that, that's, it's more about that that area of, of, I'll say, modeling or action that I'm not interested in doing. So that's the major thing. We've spoken to one or two people before on uh, on this show who have OnlyFans accounts, and they just post stuff from their room either to mm-hmm. their subscribers, and they make right. a phenomenal, a phenomenal amount, like yes. 20, 30 grand oh, a yeah. month. Would that be oh, ever yeah. something you'd ever you know, consider going down the line? Now, if it didn't have, if, if I had, for example, a room-specific for you know that type of uh, yeah. I'll call it voyeurism, I probably I would probably be willing to do it as far as just if a person just wanted to watch what I do. Like there's people who would probably just watch me put on makeup and watch you know what I do in that particular room. I'm fine, but letting a person all the way into my life, you, you, you baby, you gonna have to give me a whole reality show, <laughs> and we still gonna have to have a conversation before because everybody doesn't get to come into Diva's boudoir. You know you go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to do a few things. Yeah, you talked about money. You gonna have you it's a whole lot a lot of money you gonna have to have to see some of the stuff that goes on in here. And I'm not even talking about things like new I'm talking about just you know, that's letting people into your whole personal life, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. think that there's, I'm not saying that, I don't even want to say I'm for sale, but my worth is far above just mini, minimal, you know, and when I say my worth, I mean my worth even in terms of my personal life, you yeah. know. I, re- I remember I, one time I was um, actually filming, and I've learned how some people will come in and want to film you, but they'll, they want to take, they want to ask you for extra things after you've already had a discussion. So I'm learning this thing as I go, you know, and so so uh, my management and I, we had discussed it. I had a moment. I've learned how to say no, even in the midst of a situation, because I know coming into my home, coming to film me, there's things that might come up like, oh, wow, she can do that, or would she be willing to do this? And I've said no to things like even watching me. I, I could be, you know, once you have your undergarments and everything else, even pulling on and off my pants, you know, like I've had to say like, no, you know, that's not something I'm interested in doing. So we, I've said no in the midst of filming. I just have, I just try to set a certain standard for where my comfort is, right. you know, yeah. so that's why the, the voyeurism 
thing for me. At this point, I've I've said no to. Does it, the attention ever get so much that you're just like, I can't cope with this anymore? It has never gotten too much. Have I gotten aggravated? Yes. I've gotten aggravated with how rude people can be, especially, especially on social media. You know, I've gotten it out in public vastly. You know, before there was social media hype like we have now, we live in that type where everything, you know, is out here for everybody to see if you turn that camera on but the aggravation for me has been more about like God has given me the strength and courage to handle and deal with a lot of the negativities that come with just being a woman of size and then being unique in that culture too of being a person of size so the people who who are rude and nasty and are judgmental that's tended to be aggravating but i like i tell people if you catch me on a certain day you're not going to get the nice mikhail and i'm gonna shut you down you know because my mouth my tongue game is not is not easy i'm harsh with it if i and i don't even have to cuss you out i can tell you and the words i use you, you, I've gotten a lot of apologies. Let me just put it to you like that. People have jumped in my messenger inbox and been like, ma'am, I am sorry. By the time I finish with you, you're going to wish you just not said anything or just said, hi, how you doing? You know? <laughs> I love that. I need to get more of that. Now, I don't get that many messages sent in, but I do get some weird guys messaging me during the week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you yeah. get loads. Like on average every day, how many messages would you get from creepy men? If I put out a picture... If I put just a selfie up, and if it's, it's definitely if it's a full body photo, it could be just me dressed for church or, you know, dressed up to go somewhere. Every now and then I throw up a full body picture, and people, I'll get anywhere. It can be on average about 100. And um, some of that stuff I don't even see until I'm looking at, you know, the Facebook. I call it the Facebook over when this gets overloaded. Yeah, My yeah. messenger, it'll pour out, pour over into, I didn't even know a place existed for overflow mail. And so I'll sometimes go in there and it's so many it'll be so many men in there saying everything from i mean they've shown they sent me pictures of their body parts i've seen so many men private parts <laughs> i don't have to see another one ever let's put it like that <laughs> oh wow ever okay (laughs) i have people who are just they get in and they just start talking sexual and i'm like hello how are you (laughs) you know i i like how are you doing who told you that was okay to speak to me that way you know so there is a respect that i demand i don't care what even if i did porn there's still a level of respect you're going to have to have for me because first of all that's my that would be my profession that is not my reality every day i am still a woman of class no matter what you know so you have to approach me in with that respect and if you're not i know how to get you to do so or my block list is amazing (laughs) that block feature on facebook is a wonderful thing (laughs) anybody out there having that problem just block them (laughs) yeah i mean yeah it's it's, it's probably especially i find that twitter is the cesspool of life everyone is just in a bad mood 24 7 on twitter Uh, there's there's no um, it seems like everyone on Instagram is a little hornier though and is just sending inappropriate <laughs> yes. pictures to you. But it, oh, God. oh yeah, and Facebook too. They cut up on Facebook too. Yeah, they get they get real. They they bad. They're bad in there. So I've deleted and blocked quite a few. Yeah. Good. Every now and then I look over at that block list. Like you having a whole party over here of block people, aren't you? <laughs> So, um, speaking of that, right, you've got, um, imagine a sizable following, a lot of people interested in doing what you're doing, but do you have a website and what's your, do you even want to give away any of your social media uh, handles while you're on here? Oh, I'm not, 
I don't have a problem with that. Um, if people wanted to reach out or, uh, you know, with positivity, please, thank you. Just put that disclaimer over there. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's Mikel Ruffinelli. I can spell that for you, M-I-K-E-L, and then Ruffinelli, R-U-F-F-I-N-E-L-L-I. That's on Facebook. And uh, Divas underscore style, D-I-V-A-Z underscore, and S-T-Y-L-E is on Instagram. So that's me. And feel free to say hello and, you know, all forms of encouragement and love. And you'll get it back. You know, I, I respond to people, you know, as much as I can. And I'm a very down-to-earth and approachable person. And um, I'm just out here trying to spread positivity and, and love thyself, you know, and, and love who God made. Lovely. Well, well if there's any men out there that are planning on sending a creepy message, there you go, don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've, right. been, you've been pre-blocked. <laughs> you won't get any uh, attention or love back from her but yeah right you're not gonna get, yeah you're not you'll get you're gonna get the other side of diva <laughs> <laughs> you'll get sasha you're gonna get her you're gonna get well listen uh, michael thanks a million for speaking to us this evening it's been an absolute pleasure uh, let us know if you ever set up that only fans account give us a shout we'll, we'll help you get the word out there but thanks for talking to us this evening you're so welcome and you all have been a joy anytime thank you very much uh Dermot has said, she sits on guys' faces, but in a professional way. He turns his face to the side. Well, that's fine. That looks completely fine. Happy days. Uh, she's so happy. That comes in from Anya. Yes, she certainly is. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Aldi, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Still to come on the show, Alison Spill will be on uh, Myra's gig. Uh, closer to after half 11, I think. Um, we'll be also chatting about what she's doing on Twitter every evening during the lockdown, which might be something of interest to you as well. Also, a woman who studies furries. We're, I keep saying weird people, but they kind of are weird people who dress up like animals and live their lives as kind of uh, animals in different settings. So that's on the way next. But um, if you're finding yourself locked in isolation and you might have a smart speaker, not only can you listen to F104 on all of your smart speakers, but I'm noticing that the smart speaker I have in my uh, kitchen is becoming like my new friend. Really? I'm just so weird about smart speakers. I have one, but I don't use it that much because... Which, which one do you have? I have Alexa. But oh, you've an Alexa. I've never used an Alexa before. I have one of those Google Homes. Now, yes, we will admit, uh, to guarantee you that they're all, you know, listening to you 24-7 and probably spying on your privacy. But that aside, how come you don't use it? I'm just weird. I don't like anything robotic. I think I'm kind of one of these people that lives in the past. As I was telling you the other day that I keep listening to the Peter that Peter Crouch podcast. It's really funny. If anyone is looking for a good podcast that's not Room 104's, um, check it out. But... Peter Crouch was also saying the same thing. He cannot get on board with Alexa or anything like a speaker. And he was like, why can't we just do everything ourselves? And I, that is kind of true. I know, they're, they're good because sometimes, especially like in the kitchen when you have things in your hands, you can't be going over to a screen to put on a song. It's good to be able to talk to it. I don't know. I just feel like it's someone invading your space. Oh, it completely is. Invading your privacy 100%. But um, So you've never asked your Alexa any weird questions? I haven't asked her anything weird, no. Like that, turning on the lights, turning off the lights when I'm lazy. Uh, but I tend to not really use her that much, no. Uh, I've been using mine more. And in their lockdown, it might be something to tap into to keep yourself occupied for, you know, a, a, a few a few moments and a, or a few days. Because I, ha- I have it on my phone as well. I have my Google Assistant on my phone, which is pretty much the same thing. And I'm just trying to think, well, what things can we get it to say? Hello, how are you? Oh, God damn it. Hang on a second now. Okay, Google, 
How are you? I'm feeling inspired by positive change. If you want to hear about it, I can tell you something good. <laughs> exactly what we need. Yes, please. Noted. Oh. What's she going to tell us? She's telling me nothing. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Tell me something good. Sokua has helped over 25,000 women run for office in her homeland of Cambodia. A leading Amazing. human rights activist, Sokua spent nearly 17 years in exile. When she came home, she successfully ran for office. She negotiated agreements to fight human trafficking and passed key legislation for women's rights. Woo! There we that's go. Brilliant. I'm oh, telling that's you, to know. your Google, your, your Google Assistant or your Alexa is going to be uh, uh, is going to be. Keeping your company. Like, let's see what else they can do. Hang on. Now, is it definitely accurate? Are you married? I'm married to my job. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been in love? William Blake once said, if a thing loves, it is infinite. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it, again, you're locked away with uh, one or two people who are not intelli- as intelligent or interesting as your Google Home or your Alexa or your Siri, I think, as well, would be the other one. So you're going to have a full-blown conversation. I'm trying to think what are weird things we should ask our Google... Um, our, our Google Home here, our Google Assistant. Tell me a joke. One joke coming up. Why do vampires keep making the same mistakes? They lack self-reflection. Hey. <laughs> Wonder if she's got any good April Fool's jokes. Um, I don't know if she's able to do a prank. What else will we? What else will we ask her? Oh, hang on. Let's get another one. Why did the elf turn the naughty list into a spreadsheet? He was told to make a Yule log. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. All night, that's folks. The next, than, the next three hours. Paul. Oh, it is. Why do fish live in salt water? Because pepper water makes them sneeze. <laughs> 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 the sound effect as well. Oh, yeah. God. They added in. And, you know, you can get this uh, super, super friend to uh, call you anything you want. Like, um, what's my what? name? 
Your name is Big Dick Bastard. Hey! <laughs> this is great. You have a little friend tell you what I... I wonder what else, Sam. Oh, hang on. Do you know what the creepy thing is? People are self-isolating at home, laughing at jokes a robot speaker is telling them. I mean, this, this is the situation we're in. Let's see what else. Uh, tell me a fact. According to Wikipedia, Papua New Guinea is the most linguistically diverse country in the world with over 850 languages spoken. Oh, we should have some sort of like Google Assistant quiz or a Google Home quiz. Actually, yeah. Do our do our job for us. Be like, hey, listen, just you you do it, okay? One more. She, she the daughter of a freed slave, Chinquinha Gonzaga, began writing music at age 11, becoming one of Brazil's foremost composers. Thanks she very much. Stop. Hey, Google. Causes, selling sheet music. See, she doesn't stop talking like me. Yeah. How are you feeling right now? I'm having a great day, thanks. I was just looking up some fun things to do. Uh, well, there, there's, well, do Google, anything, there's so. nothing. Hang on, let me ask her. Have you heard about the pandemic? Here's what I found. Okay, so there you go. There are limits to your Google Home or your Siri, but it'll keep you occupied for a few minutes, you know? It definitely would. No, it would keep you occupied. I just think... I'd probably get into it and then become friends with her and then realise she's a, a robot speaker and to start Which, getting attached and then I'll have to write a film about it. You would, you would. And she would probably be your closest, deepest, darkest friend because it's, if it's synced with your phone and your search history, it knows all of those medical conditions you've been too afraid to go to the doctor for that you're just Googling. Um, it will know those things you've bought that you haven't told anyone about. It would know everything about you. But is it accurate, though? Is, is what she's saying accurate? Well, all she's doing is taking it from the internet. Like That's all she's doing. It's not hers. She's just taking it from Google, in, the internet on Google, you know? I know, but if you search something, a joke, or if you search a random fact about something, you might get ten different answers. Yeah. So is she just picking the first one? Who is Sir Shalong? Oh, it brings up the killer within. Really? And South. Oh, doesn't Doesn't say it, though. Oh, there you are now. Hosier.com. God. Right, yeah. Maybe I will use her. Do use her, yeah. So you don't ask her any uh, weird questions then, no? No, I don't. What's the weirdest thing you ask her? Um, Just, again, to... Te- to, to <laughs> the weirdest thing I ask her is, is, is let me see, is this. Uh, make a fart noise. <laughs> oh, it's not coming up. I, I usually ask her, like, what's the uh, fart noise sound like? And she'll do a big, big fart noise. Could she burp? Weird. Oh, hang on a second. Okay, Google. Make a burp sound. Here are some details. Okay, hurry up now. (laughs) (laughs) There we are. Who needs needs civilization when you can just talk your way uh, into oblivion and insanity with your Google Home? Oh, that's brilliant. She's so ladylike, and then suddenly it's just this horrible Homer Simpson burp. Yep, yep. All right, yeah, I'm gonna have to use her tomorrow. Yeah, we'll use her I'll tomorrow. I'll update you. Um, right, but what what the, the you've uh, something related question in relation to our smartphones and speakers? Yes, I do. So women are sixty percent more likely to say what to their smart speaker than men are. Hmm. Women are 60% more likely to say what to their speaker in comparison to men. Yeah. That's an interesting one now. I wouldn't know. Um, 0876797104 if you think you have an idea about that. Um, is it about, you know, let's get really sexist and stereotypical here. Is it about pillow, fo- uh, pillow fights and stuff about boys? 
No. Hey, Google, what boys do you like? <laughs> that's, that's what you no, do, isn't it? It's not. It's actually something that's pretty obvious, I would say. Hmm. That you might go, oh, really? Um, that's a good one now, okay? I don't know. So um, what's the question again? So women are 60% more likely to say what to their smart speaker than men. Right. Have a think about that one. What are women saying to their smart speakers? Smeakers? Smart speakers. Smart speakers more than men. What are you, if you're a woman, what are you saying to your smart speaker on a regular basis that you have not heard or usually haven't heard uh, the fella say? 87 We'll take some of the guesses next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. So women are 60% more likely to say what to their smart speaker than men. That's an interesting one now. Um, I, I think most, well, a lot of people have smart speakers now. Uh, so what are you saying to your smart speaker if you're a woman uh, compared to a man? Let us know. 87 Dave, how are you this evening? Not bad, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're here good, we're yeah. Ticking away. What have you been up to? I'm working, lads. Hey! <laughs> Happy <laughs> days. Well done, Although sir. I kind of feel like a con. <laughs> the lockdown has no my... effect on me. Okay. When I'm sitting in my bedroom, I feel like a con. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you're not really working, sir, are you? I feel like I'm no. not working. I'm not actually You'd in You'd be bored, stupid, I think. Yeah, well, so you're one of the few people, Dave, who gets to get out of the house and kind of stay somewhat as normal. Well, that's it, yeah, it's good. I drive around, so I'm in, I'm in the truck, so it's grand. Yeah, yeah. Are the roads dead? The roads are absolutely empty. As I can see, well, there's two trucks in front of me, and there's two cars gone down the road. That's it. Whereabouts are you right now, by the way? On the M50. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which means no. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, because now you can probably drive at like five in the after in the evening, and just it's grand, no gridlock. It's like this, I say, it's well, like. Yeah, I was. Um, I've been driving home through town, like down on the keys there, or whatever, and uh, just to see Dublin, especially. Well, I know today's Wednesdays, but like the thir- last Thursday and last Friday, I dr- driving through town. It's so it's so strange and so eerie, and so like this is weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same as my town in Cambridge as well. Like it's just you go through it, like it is. People are walking everywhere is any close. There's one or two shops in the middle of the street and, and that's it. Like it's just missing some tumbleweed, you know? <laughs> yeah, we should get that. A bit of FM one oh four tumbleweed for the middle of the, the streets yeah. so people know when it's either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the promo staff are looking for something to do. They could blow the tumbleweed across <laughs> uh, across the road. I mean like Selbridge can be busy at the best of times as well. It can be chocker blocks around five, it's six o'clock. Be, yeah, there always is a bit between five and seven early, so it's yeah. really hard to get in and get out of it, like have yeah. that bridge in the middle of the town. Yeah, God, well, at least there's some silver lining in that your job is made a little bit easier um, driving around the van. Are you delivering goods or what are you doing? I deliver to one of the German supermarkets. Oh, okay. Ooh, we'll leave it at that. Which one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it begins at A and, L and, and, and ends at an I. <laughs> Who knows? It's so cryptic. Could be anything. Never get that one. That one. Oh, so I'd say you're flat out then, are you? Because you, I imagine you're, obviously your business, what you're working at has gone when, through the roof. The, when the first time it happened, when everyone was at panic point, we were absolutely flat out, loads out the doors. But now, like, we're still fully loaded, but it's not as much, if you know what I mean. Oh, that's good. So it's kind yeah, of, people have, have calmed thing. down a little bit, yeah. They kind of calmed down a little bit. Like, more so specials and all other things going in, rather than produce and other, all your other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's good to hear that we kind of, we sorted ourselves out a little bit, because there was, was a few days there where people lost their minds instead of uh, going. Oh, yeah, I was losing, losing my mind as well because of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say <laughs> so, yeah. But like, yesterday, I was queuing up. For Tesco's, yeah. and uh, there was a guy shouting abuse 
on anyone that was coming out because we had to wait, you know, for a few people to leave the shop before right, yeah. go in. And he was like, you haven't even bought anything. What were you doing? Oh, God. Yeah, I, mean, I heard a story. Just Actually, sorry, I heard a story there of a woman. She ran up to the front door of Tesco and said she just has to win and get milk. And she came back out with two bags full. <laughs> <laughs> she skipped the queue and everything. Like. Uh, the cheek of some people, the chance right in their arm. Like. Just be two seconds, two seconds, she comes out with four trolley loads going. Exactly, listen, that's what it is, yeah. See you, <laughs> bye now, bye, 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 bye. Right, cool. Well, listen, um, Dave, the question, sorry, seriously, the question again was, so women are 60% more likely to say what to their smart speaker than men. Why do you think it is, Dave? I think because women are so... Careful, um, careful. Yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. No, I'm just going to around. They're so... Uh, they really like how, how they're going to look for the day and what they're going to wear, so they're going to ask what, what the weather will be like. Oh. That's an interesting one. You think more women would ask what the weather's like than men? Yeah. I always ask um, my smart speaker like to tell me about my day. And then it'll tell you what's in your calendar and it'll tell you the weather and it'll tell you something else. So um, is, is Dave correct with that? Dave thinks it's a, well, what's the weather like? I mean, I would look up the weather most days on my AccuWeather Instead app. of out the window, but sure, look, it's, that's weather, a lot of yeah. effort. <laughs> that's the best so way to do it, is that like? It probably is true, but it's not the answer ah, I'm looking for. Ah, no, it's no good. No, no, no. not the answer I'm looking for. Ah, listen, Dave, apologies about that. Um, are you finished work now? Are you going home or what are you doing? Are you still no, working? I'm, I'm going flat out for the night now. Till what time? Uh, I'll probably finish from five or six o'clock in the morning if all goes well. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's listen, I know, yeah. Listen, sir, fair, fair play to you. It's great. I've been in, I've been in step isolation for the last five years, guys. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Locking yourself away. Now you've been dragged out going, listen, Dave, you sort yourself out now. Have a shave, have a shower and wash yourself (laughs) up. Get out there. Uh, Listen, listen, Dave, we'll put you down for some uh, demotivational beer mats to stop you venturing too far. And listen, fair play to your work and and look after yourself and we'll chat you again, all right? And you too, guys. Thanks very much. Cheers, Dave. Thanks very much. Bye. There you are, Dave, out flat out, working till five, six o'clock in the morning, helping us keep food on the shelves. Yep. Yeah. Do you think they were a little pissed off that like the retail workers aren't getting a round of applause off everyone at eight o'clock on a Thursday? They evening? should be. They absolutely should be. Yeah. Because yeah, I say a lot of them are are probably going to wind up getting sick, unfortunately, as well. So listen, they're uh, keep keeping us fed anyway, fed and water. But th- Dave, uh, that his answer was, uh, "What's the weather like for today?" So it's not that then. It is not. No. What is the weather like for today? It's uh, not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make this a little bit easier. Okay. Well, can I? I'll give you some of the answers maybe um, before. Okay, no, give me, give, give me, make it a little bit easier and then I'll read out some of the questions or the answers okay. that came in. It's something to do with manners. Something to do with manners? Yeah. Something to do with manners, that's all I'm saying. What are the guesses coming in? Um, similar to Dave's one. So Dave asked, what's the weather like for today? Uh, Susanna said, what shall I wear? No. And then a few other ones... Oh, I think they might have it. So I think a couple of people here might have it. So we got a WhatsApp in there from uh, Ronan. Good evening. Or Ronan. I don't know how you pronounce your name. <laughs> Sirius would call you Ronan. I would call it Ronan. Hello, Ronan. <laughs> what are you saying to your Alexa there, Ronan? <laughs> oh, my God. Great I to have you here. I say this. I told you I had a neighbour and his name was Ronan. Ronan the Barbarian. It's not Ronan. It's Ronan. <laughs> Ronan. Hey, Ro. <laughs> Ronan. I'm sorry, Ronan. I'm going to presume I, I it's really... Ronan. I really hope I never come across a Ronan. Ronan? You start I can't dating say him. The name. Hey, Ronan. Love you, Ronan. <laughs> oh, 
God, oh, right. He, okay, so Ronan said, women are more likely to say good night or good morning to their speaker. But then we had another message that has come in from Alex. Good evening, Alex. What is the crack? Um, he thinks they say please more to their smart speakers. Okay, well, Ronan is wrong, unfortunately. What? Ronan. They don't say good night or good morning. But Alex hit the nail on the head. So Alex has got it right. Alex has got it right. So the answer is? Please. No way. So women are... 60% more likely to say please to their smart speaker than men are. Wow. Are we just all rude? Who raised us? I know. There you go. Oh, God. I I feel really bad now. Please. But it's only a robot. Why do you need to say please to a robot? That's just manners, isn't it? I mean, it's just built into you mm. to say please and say thank you. Well, you're worried as if you're going to be shamed by the, uh, the <laughs> yeah, robot. I'm not, I'm not robot. saying it until you say please. Uh, but it's funny, right, because uh, you mentioned manners. A lot of, uh, like, women's activist groups have hit out at Google and uh, they've hit out at Google and who makes Alexa? Is it an Amazon Alexa, isn't it? Yeah, Amazon, so, yeah. Uh, Alexa and Google and Apple as well for Siri because all of the assistants' voices were all women. Oh, yeah. So they're all saying that, you know what, it's just men in these tech companies who think women are their assistants and why didn't they give it a man's voice? Now, I think you can change it in some of them. I think Siri might, you can change it to a guy's voice. But a lot of people were mad that they were, um, one, women's voices and two, obviously, you know, you're getting a woman to do everything for you and that she, a woman is only the assistant, can never be the uh, anything more than that for a man. But a, a lot of people found out that they were um, being abuseful abusive towards the Google Assistant and the Siri thing. And they were like, it's a weird one, they were being abusive towards a robot. I mean, there's technically nothing wrong with that, but because the robot was a woman, uh, they were like, this is just reinforcing negative stereotypes about the relationship certain men have with certain women. But I think I'd prefer to have a woman voice. Really? As a speaker. I just would, yeah. I think it's softer and it's just more relaxing or something. You should have. I mean, what what man would you like as a? What, what about like Brad Pitt's voice as your Google? No, assistant? do you know who I'd like actually? Um, I would like someone like oh, what's his name? The the oh, what's it called? You know the old guy that does the planet. David Attenborough. David David Attenborough, yeah. Oh, that would be amazing if he did it in that dramatic way. It's like yes, start the day. Sasha has a nine a.m. appointment. Yeah, that'd be nice and soothing. Yeah. Who would Definitely. be the who would be the ultimate voice that you would like to have on your uh, Amazon Ooh, Alexa or your your Google see. your Google Home? Um, Morgan Freeman would be another yeah, personal favourite. That would be amazing. Yeah. But women. But apparently, women. it's a bad thing that all of these assistants are women because it just, you know, denigrates women to these uh, lesser roles, to these subjective roles. And I can't think of a woman that I would want to voice it. Do you know what I mean? But I like Alexa's voice. What about um, Conor McGregor's sister who was screaming? <laughs> can you imagine that? <laughs> Hi. Hi, Alexa. Can you add up 768 by 454? Who the fuck? That'd be amazing. That would be beautiful. Was it Aoife? Was that it the person Aoife, who yeah. had the, the, the famous voicemail? Aoife McGregor, yeah. I'd have her. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Who, who else has a nice soothing female voice? Who's gentle voice? Or male voice. Who would be the best voice for your... Because uh, it's coming. Because you know the way they can model... They're able to model people's voices now. So they'll be able to replicate like Samuel L. Jackson's voice or Morgan Freeman's voice to say anything that you want. Yeah. Oh, Damo has a great one. Michael Caine. 
Oh, Michael Caine would be Kane. great. Yeah, it'd be so relaxed, so chilled out. Any kind of a soft English voice would be nice. Oh, you see, that's because you've just been... We, we have been slaves to them. Oh, no, that'd be good, actually. They would finally be our slaves. They'd be our slaves, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, Margaret Thatcher would be telling what to do. Okay, Margaret, <laughs> leave. Go away. <laughs> oh, maybe not Margaret Thatcher or Ther- Theresa May. Um, yeah, who would be other who would be other good voices to have that you'd love waking up to? I love Graham Norton, so I'd have him. Now, TV show Graham Norton or Father Ted episode Graham Norton? Because he no, was TV mental show. in that one. It was brilliant. He crack. was mental. Yeah, he's gas. He's so funny. But I think... He's a nice, upbeat, happy voice. Yeah, uh, Anya has said Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. Liam Neeson as well, actually. <laughs> He's a nice, deep voice, A nice, he? aggressive, threatening one. I don't know who you are. Yeah. But I will I find I like it, you. though. Oh. It's relaxing. Mr. T. That's a good one. Dave, that'd, that would get you up out of bed in the morning, wouldn't it? Just kind of uh, screaming at you. Uh uh, 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 uh. I can't think of any females though. Alan yeah. Watts, females. Um... Maybe Kate Beckinsale. She's that English, soft English voice. What about like uh, Katie Taylor? No. I could have had a better box of head off you. I think I'd go she's back still to bed. Fear. I no? mean, I love her, but yeah, I don't think she'd be good for getting me up out of bed. Um. Who else would be a good one? There's so many. Any singers? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Demo, great show. Demo, have you ever messed around with the... He says, sorry for the typo. I have no idea how to spell a surname either. Uh, did you ever mess around, Demo, with the um, Arnold soundboards? They were good crack back oh, in the day. Oh, they were really good, actually. Uh, Martin Morrissey. Yeah, Carlo, great shout. He'd be good. I mean, this is coming down the line. You'll be able to have your celebrity... Um, you'll be able to have your celebrity... Uh, voice on your Siri or your device you know that'd be a bit of crack yeah it would actually god there's so many I choose actually yeah it'd be well, nice to be able to change them up every day uh, yeah if it knew on your mood that you needed more of an Arnold Schwarzenegger or Catherine Tate or Patrick Stewart things like that to be able to help you keep going listen uh, let us know we must move on though uh, coming up to 11 uh, before the end of the show we'll be chatting to Alison Spittle about her worst gigs of all time she'll be on a little bit clear, a little bit after half 11 we can only get her then so she'll be on then on the way next though a woman who studies furries. Now, if you've never heard of a furry before, it's a very interesting, would be the word, a very interesting uh, subculture of people, people who enjoy dressing up and living part of their lives as an animal, whether that's a horse or a goat or a mix of the two of them, uh, a a, a gorse or a hoat, (laughs) you might call it. Why do people meet up, dressed up as animals, living their lives as animals, and what exactly is a furry and why do they do that? We'll be talking to a social psychologist who has been studying this for almost 20 years. To explain more, she's on the way next. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 